This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today again is Sarah Lytle. Welcome again, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Father. Yeah, great to have you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we praise you um, for the gift of life. Um, we ask, O oh Lord, that you um, help us to lay down our lives in service to our brothers and sisters um, and in sacrifice to you. Um, we ask, O oh Lord, that you help us um, to grow closer to you through this sac life of sacrifice, um, especially this day. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, Sarah, as we were talking um, last, last time about your, kind of, your journey in faith and coming to know the Lord, we left off as you were going to the Ohio State University. Yeah. And um, we were talking about how, um, you know, how you um, kind of were drawn there because you had heard about SPO. So yeah. how did you discover SPO even before you were at Ohio State? Yeah, that's a great question. It's a cool story also. Um, so there was a retreat I went to and then helped on my junior and senior year of high school called Teens Encounter Christ. And my senior year, I was a small group leader, and one of the fellow small group leaders was a girl from Ohio State who lived in the area and was helping with this retreat, and she was involved in St. Paul's Outreach. So initially, I had heard about it from her because I was mentioning to her how I was touring at Ohio State and was looking to get involved in the Catholic community, and so she talked to me about it and invited me to come stay at her house for a weekend when I was touring, so... About it. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> so you um, you come to Ohio State, and yeah. did you just reach out to SPO then when as you were a freshman? And um, more or less, actually, the first day I was on campus, it was Immaculate Conception, um, and so I went to Mass that day because even though it's not a holy day of obligation, I still went anyway. But um, then I met two girls, and I asked them, I was like, are you a part of SPO? I'd love to get involved. So it was like initially the first day, and they said yes, and so... It was right away. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it was really So, blessing. like, it would have been in August, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, the assumption, probably. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. The assumption. It's all right. It's yes, all right. I know, um, the liturgical calendar is <laughs> yeah. something I'm, I, I kind of have to know. But yeah. anyway, the um, did so what, like, what did they feed you into when you, when you mm -hmm. met them? Um, well, initially it was that crush week, so Catholic okay. crush week that um, everyone's involved with or they have so many events for. And so they invited me to go be a part of those. And then they're like, do you want to be involved in a Bible study? So I got involved in a Bible study and then just got to meet and know so many more people and came to things like women's nights and just like saw a community and got more a part of it. Yeah. Did you move into household? Not until my junior year. Yeah. So. Well, does Ohio State require um, residents and and like the dorms the first two years. Yeah, and then you can kind of get around in household if you live close by, like in the Columbus area, saying mm -hmm. you're commuting. Yeah, yeah. But you can still live in I don't know if we're allowed to reveal that <laughs> secret. Um, yeah, you know, they'll, they'll find out. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> so how, um, how did SPO kind of, let, let's start with like those initial things, like so like the women's groups and yeah. things. How did it begin to help you grow in your faith? Yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely, I wasn't involved in a women's group per se, 
um, but I was in the Bible studies. And at that point, that was through Newman, but SPO, like women, led it for me. Um, and so at that point, I'd really not been too in touch with Scripture throughout most of my life. I never felt a strong connection to it, but that really helped me kind of foster, see how the relationship with the Lord can now transfer through his like spoken word and mm-hmm. scripture. So that was probably the biggest part for me, I think. That And that um, real devotion to scripture is, mm-hmm. is key. I think as Catholics, we, you know, we can maybe um, not value it as, as much as, as yeah. we should. Yeah. Um, you know, I think sometimes we get caught up into the polemics of apologetics, and we think that Scripture is for Protestants, but really, you know, I mean, Scriptures are a Catholic book, you know, Mm -hmm. it was the Catholic Church that brought it together, and, and, you know, as as, um, the Second Vatican Council clearly taught, but, you know, it's the tradition is that, you know, it's inspired, but it's also inspiring, and the Scriptures, you know, through the Scriptures, the Lord continues to talk to us. And that real devotion to Scripture, it's got to be, it's got to be a part of our life as disciples. Um, yeah, of course. Then you know, so then you, um, so with with SPO, there are small groups, with, which are like women's groups yep. and and men's, men's groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and is there Scripture that's is that do they do they go through Scripture on the with that or is it more? Like, it's what's more, the curriculum of that? Yeah, it's more so relationship-based. So yeah. it's just, like, personally investing in each woman or men in the small group. Um, they can be scripture-based if they want it to be. It's kind of dependent on the leaders, mm-hmm. but that's more so only for Bible studies. Yeah, yeah. And then in household, so your junior year, you moved into household. Yep. Um, how, what, what was that like? Yeah, that was a very interesting experience for me personally. <laughs> um, just that it's totally a lifestyle change, but in the best way possible, because um, it's going from okay, just living normal day to day morning routine to doing morning prayer, liturgy of the hours four times a week at six thirty in the morning. Which, of course, no college kids going to get up at six thirty in the morning yeah. unless they need to. Um, and so that was dramatic shift. And then we had dinners together intentionally twice a week. So normally like Tuesday and Thursday, um, we really talked about how our week's going or how the Lord is moving in our life. Um, so those are like the contingent things that we had to devote our time towards. And then we would have formation, which is every Thursday. We would alternate between small group, which is our formation small group. So I guess you could say I was a part of women's group there at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other time is like as a whole, all of the households together um, where we have a talk and then a time of praise and worship together as a whole body. Mm. And, you know, what, you know, what kind of life lessons then did you learn in, in mm. the household? Yeah, uh, that was um, a lot. <laughs> I learned a lot. Definitely devotion was probably the number one, like you mentioned, so necessary for the Catholic life. Um, and the interior life, but I think just devotion to morning prayer, like doing it when I didn't want to or didn't want to get up that early, or devotion to the people I lived with when we had dinners together, or just like devotion to growing in the faith in all aspects through going to formation consistently. Mm. So I think that was probably the biggest lesson I learned. Do you um, do you still wake up at six thirty in the morning in order to no. pray in these things? <laughs> I definitely wake up to pray for a little bit, but not that early. <laughs> do you? What is your kind of prayer routine? Yeah. Um, so recently I got into starting the catechism. 
because I really want to read it and yeah. I've never dove into it more. So I've only, you know, heard bits and yeah, pieces yeah. here and there um, through different like confirmation classes or something like that. Um, so what it looks like, I take about half an hour and first I start off with gratitude because I think that's the most powerful part of prayer is just thanking the Lord for everything in your life. And then go into scripture for about 10 minutes and I just pick a chapter. Normally it's from Paul. I like Paul a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just dive into it and just really reflect on what the Lord is speaking, kind of a Lexio Divina type of situation. Um, and then move into the catechism for about 10 minutes and just read it <laughs> and soak it in. Just yeah. If it's only a page, I only got through a page that day. Well, I don't know if you know. So my conversion happened by reading the catechism. So yeah, when I, I was in, um, I think maybe, I can't remember if it was my freshman year in high school or something like that, but huh. I uh, had really been challenged, you know, like what do you believe and everything like that. So I, yeah. I sat down to start reading the catechism, and it was such a, it's such a beautiful book, oh, yes, and I think absolutely. it's um, it's like its structure and everything like that. Um, yeah. It really kind of moved me, and that's through it I encountered the Lord and began a, a life of prayer. So, you know, people will say, "Ah, the Catechism, you can't read it all the way through." It's actually meant to be read yeah. all the way through. It mm-hmm. actually, you know, it kind of unfolds like a mm-hmm. a story in some sense. You know, absolutely. Um, and things are built on each other. So, um, but that that real, as you know, as you mentioned in our, you know, before that real discipline of yes. prayer, you yes. know, mm-hmm. that we have to be faithful to it each day. So it seems like household helps to instill that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. It's making you dedicated. And the other people you live with will help push you towards that devotion mm-hmm. if they see like, okay, you might be slacking this area. Not to say you might be, but um, just in case you're kind of struggling with a certain area of your prayer life, they'll help encourage you. And yeah. so it's really, it's a great system of having like brotherhood or sisterhood to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. The, uh, you know, I think also with that, you know, with brotherhood or sisterhood is living together, Absolutely. which, you know, obvious there are points in our lives where we have roommates, you know, yeah. but I, I often, and even when we're children, you know, we grow up with our brothers and sisters and yeah. there, there is, you know, I think a real training for what someday when we're going to have to live yeah. Our vocation. Right. You know, like mm-hmm. at some point you have to live with other people, whether you're mm-hmm. a priest and you live with other priests or you live mm-hmm. in seminary or whether you're married, you know, mm-hmm. and you have to live with your spouse. Yeah. So, I mean, was there, was it easy for you to kind of live in that communal environment or? Um, definitely. I'm very much a community type person or Mm -hmm. just like, I love having a lot of people all the time, but there's definitely points where my patients got tested for sure. of Just like someone didn't do their tour right on time because we also do tours together. Yeah. Um, or just like someone lives a certain way that I don't always like. So it's just getting used to it. But, um, honestly, there wasn't much at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are, sometimes they can be crosses, but (laughs) <laughs> but that um, crosses are necessary to help us. Yes. What is it necessary. Hebrew says that, you know, the father disciplines us. He <laughs> he treats us like sons, yeah. you know. Um, so, well, great. Well, Sarah, it was great to have you. Um, we'll continue our conversation in, the, in our next segment. But uh, you've been listening to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me has been Sarah Lytle. And until next time, peace and all good. A Diocese of Columbus production in partnership with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio.